whether you're a competitive shooter or a defensive-minded shooter, um, you know that 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 tends to be one of those drills that's kind of a it, it's kind of predominant, you know, within the shooting community. Being able to do a build drill in in two seconds, or at least finding what our what our starting point is. And I'm not expecting anybody in this class, you know, in this particular class. There's there's no vetting process. It's no must be B class or better or must possess these skills. I mean, th what we're looking to do is, hey, we're going to start every shooter like on their journey today or this weekend. Whether if you've not been collecting this data, shame on you, but we're going to fix this, right? Because this is this is what allows you to kind of to start building that roadmap to to becoming a better a better you. Welcome to the Green Ops Podcast, where we give you tips and tricks each week to become harder to kill. My name is Luke. I am your host and an instructor with Green Ops out of Virginia. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. This is going to be part two of the interview that I did with Tim Heron of Tim Heron Shooting. He shared a bunch of nuggets about how to build a training journal, how to use that journal to develop your your training package or as a blueprint to get better in the future so uh, this second episode or part two of the episode that I recorded with Tim has just as many nuggets in it as the first we're coming off of Thanksgiving hopefully everybody had a great Thanksgiving and got to spend some time relaxing spend it with some friends with some family and almost you know recharge for the last push to the end of the year here but like I said that Tim Heron uh, this part two of the Tim Heron uh, podcast that I did is phenomenal and I've decided that there is a good chance I'm going to be training with Tim next year in 2023 I know I set my goals every year to have about 40 hours of training a year outside of what I do with the, like the guys from Green Ops so Tim is on the very short list of who I plan on training with next year. Maybe you can be in one of the classes with me. I will keep everybody informed throughout the year what my training classes that I plan on being a student at will be. So if you want to come train with me, you are welcome to join in. Like I said, this class, that pistol mastery class, sounds like it could be one of the best classes that is offered. So. Make sure you get on board with possibly training with Tim in 2023 like myself. Also, we are growing the podcast. We have goals. We're probably going to do a podcast here in the next few weeks about our goals for 2022. Did we meet them? Did we not meet them? And then also talking about setting up our goals for 2023 as it pertains to shooting. But my goals have been for... I don't know, at least eight, nine years now to get 40 hours of training outside of me going out with Dex, Brian, Josh, Chris, Fred, and just, you know, practicing on our own. I don't count those times. So I try to get 40 hours of outside training every single year. One, it keeps us sharp, but two, also if, if things are changing in the industry, we can find out about it through the training and we can adjust the training that we provide to you guys because we try to get the latest greatest 
Also for 2023, we've always said we want to keep growing the podcast, and the way we do that is through you listeners. You know, like, subscribe, share, leave us a five-star review. To be honest, it is a pro to a podcast that we run here, so there is a distinct possibility that we are somehow shadow banned or they do not like to promote our our stuff over Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all of those type of things. So if you could like, subscribe, share, share with a friend, leave us a five-star review, that supposedly does help. So every little bit can help us grow the podcast, and we are growing every single month. So I want to thank you for that. So like I said at the beginning, this is part two of the interview that I did with Tim Heron. The first part aired before Thanksgiving. We took a quick break during Thanksgiving, and then this is part two. So without further ado, make sure you uh, like, subscribe, share, send to a friend, listen to this podcast, try to get better. Mom, love you. Everybody else, we kind of like you. So here he is, Tim Heron. So, and it's funny, uh, you had talked about like when you came on board with USPSA, you went C to B and then moved on all the way up to Grandmaster. And you might've felt the same way that I did when I first came on board. I think I, I just jumped into C class, which is, you know, nothing great, but my goal was always like, Hey, I just need to make a class. That is what a good shooter was. And now I'm, I'm at master and it's like, man, I'm not that good. There are so many people that are better than me. Now it's I just so need crazy, to hit right? that ne- next level, you know? But like you said, if if I went back and looked at one of my first two videos, three videos, I mean, I would have beat that guy by like eight seconds on, yeah. on a field stage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I keep, and the funny thing was one of my very first mentors, a gentleman that I mentioned earlier, John Sandlin was, you know, and this was 2010. So like iPhones and things were, were kind of a, you know, kind of a newer thing, you know, smartphones and stuff, but people weren't really video recording things as conveniently as they are now GoPros and, and, you know, cell phones and things like that. So John had like a regular, like video camera that recorded onto like a, uh, like a USB like this. And he took that he took all that early video footage of like my very first practice and some of our earlier practice sessions back in like 2010, 2011, and put those on a DVD disc that I've got around here someplace. And every so often, I swear to you, Luke, I will, I will put that in the computer and look at that and be like, part of me is like disgusted. You know, part of me is like, Oh my God, I can't believe I ever shot like that. But then there's a larger part of me that's like, wow, you know, to really see how far I grew as a shooter from, you know, 12, almost 13 years ago to now is, is pretty awesome. You know, like anytime you ever start to feel down on yourself that you're not progressing at the same rate that you did three or four years ago, it's like, bro, you're not gonna, you know, that all the low hanging fruit when you're, when you're a newer shooter, it's, it's, it's overabundant, it's everywhere. And as you start to really climb the rungs, you know, of, uh, you know, of like mastery to something like, you you appreciate those those little bitty things that are like at the absolute tip top of the tree that were hard to grasp before, you know, that that now that's like you're looking for tenths of a second or hundredths of a second on things, not full seconds of things, you know, and it's 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 still pretty cool. And it, I think that's why we continue to do it, because it's it's like any other martial art, like the journey hasn't really begun until you're kind of at that upper level where 
Now you're really seeking out all of those little bitty things that you you totally overlooked because of all the other things that you were completely blinded by. So it's and it makes it makes you want to keep after it. Weightlifting analogy, you know, when I started lifting weights ten years ago, I mean. I could put on a hundred pounds on a squat in about two months. Right. Now I'm fighting for like, Hey, my max, if I can jump up by 15 pounds this year, this like, year, that that's awesome. Right? You know, when you're putting on the teeny tiny discs, right. <laughs> you know, that are like a pound and a half or two and a half pounds on the side of the bar, you know, and other guys in the gym are kind of snickering at you, you know, you're like, dude, I'm at three Oh five. And now I'm trying to break. 310, you know, right. and they're like, oh, bro, what's up? And you're like, dude, you have no idea <laughs> right? the level of determination and, and, and processing that it takes to get your body kind of to push past those humps. Shooting's the same way, you know? And, and I think a lot of things that we're seeing, especially these initial skills and things that like everybody has got some sort of a, like a standards, you know, like a sub two second bill drill and a sub one and a half second draw to first shot at 25 yards. And, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, all of those things are great, but those are like, those are initial standards. Like as a, as a weightlifter, right. It was like, it was like when you first broke bench pressing 225, right. Or the first time you broke squatting to 285, you know, it was just like, man, I got two plates on both sides of the bar. I'm, I'm, I'm somebody. And it's like, that's great. But now you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to climb in 10 pound or 15 pound increments. It's kind <laughs> right. of the same thing. Like now you're going to spend the rest of your journey as a shooter trying to, you know, to to break these 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 other barriers that aren't so easy. You know, a sub two second build drill or a sub one second draw to a target at seven yards is, I mean, they sound kind of somewhat impossible at first. But then once you achieve those things, you're like, now, now what's what's hooking me? What is what is getting me out there? What's what's having me stretch my limits? You know, now it's like sub two second build drills at 15 or 20 yards and, you know, sub three second all a build drills at 25 or 30 yards. I've just like things that we think like we're, we're never even in our like in our, our scope of view when we started out now are the things that we're we're chasing and trying to attain now. And it's it's cool. Yeah. Only like, only things that immortals can can perform. Right. And and now, but now that's what we're trying to, uh, we're going after those numbers. You had started talking about different drills. Um, are there like a set of drills that you do in um, this class where it's like, we want, we, we do like these same drills, right? We are always doing a build drill to get that data. We're always doing a one second draw. What are some of those drills that you're always performing to, to get the metrics on those? That's a, that's a great question. So we do, um, we do look at build drill um, because I, it's it's something whether you're a whether you're a competitive shooter or a defensive minded shooter, um, you know that 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 tends to be one of those drills that's kind of a it, it's kind of predominant, you know, within the shooting community. Being able to do a build drill in in two seconds, or at least finding what our what our starting point is. And I'm not expecting anybody in this class, you know, in this particular class. There's there's no vetting process. It's no must be B class or better or must possess these skills. I mean, th- what we're looking to do is, hey, we're going to start every shooter like on their journey today or this weekend. Whether If you've not been collecting this data, shame on you, but we're going to fix this, right? Because this is this is what allows you to kind of to start building that roadmap to to becoming a better a better you, right? So we'll look at things like the build drill. Um, another one that we do, of course, is 
what we call the, well, we, we don't call it the vice presidente, right? Which is like an El Prez, but without the turning draw. So it's just a draw either from concealment or a draw from outside the waistband. Um, two shots on each target, a reload and two shots on each target, because that's a, you know, kind of a gold standard exercise. It, you, you get to focus on splits, you get to focus on transitions, you focus on the draw, the reload. So it's, it's testing, you know, kind of almost every facet of kind of your stand and deliver uh, shooting and gun handling, but, you know, over, over three targets, you know, two shots each on those for a total of 12. So we'll do, we use that kind of as an example. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll have you collect all the initial data on that. And then we'll focus on uh, smaller, like isolated data, right? So like, how about the draw to first shot? How about um, implementing a build drill to learn how to uh, split and transition the gun across three targets and learning kind of like, okay, where's your maximum? Uh, like, what would be your maximum physical limits on that? If you just fired six rounds into one target, now can you fire those same six shots at that time in that time, but paint them across three targets instead of just one? Um, you know, if we find out like, okay, your time to, you know, shot to shot reload, let's isolate the reload and, you know, show you how to break down the reload to where you're just working on the, on the, like the reload component and then how to, how to work on particular components of things in isolation and then build those things back together to, you know, to the entire drill. And, and something that AJ talks about, like, you know, you only get what you deserve because those are the things that you worked on. So if you, you know, if you think like, well, I, I worked on my reload for 10 minutes and I got my shot to shot reload down to like one second. So now I deserve to have a vice presidente that's four seconds, you know, or sub four seconds. It's like, well, no, you might deserve to get the sub, you know, the shot to shot reload in the one second, but you didn't work on your draw to first shot. You didn't work on your transitions. You didn't work on those other things. So you, you only get what you deserve because that's what you worked on. So it's learning how to kind of to isolate particular things, how to work on those things in isolation, how to focus your attention on those things, and then how to start adding those layers of complexity back to like the full drill. So we'll do El Prez. Um, we'll, we'll start working on like, um, initial movement exercises, whether it be lateral movement, left to right or right to left, um, whether it's uh, downrange movement or uprange movement, and like, and, and kind of how to start working on or breaking down those, those individual concepts, you know, as, as kind of isolated exercises or isolated metrics, and then how to put those, how to put them together into more complex exercises or drills as well. But that, that way you're always staying hungry, but you're not you're not getting paralyzed by all the analysis of things that you're trying to work on, but like where the meat and potatoes of each of those drills is and like where to start, like where to start digging for the good stuff, mm -hmm. you know, in, in your own, in your own progression. That sounds, sounds amazing. So, um, I'm definitely interested in that class. Uh, what, how many, uh, obviously you teach that, but you're, you also teach full-time. How many uh -huh. classes do you have on the books for 2023? So for 2023, I actually just put my 43rd class on the uh, on the books for for 2023, um, which pretty well puts me uh, doing this kind of full time. And, and I, I'm not teaching like I will teach throughout the weekdays as well. Um, but uh, all my open all my classes are primarily open enrollment. So unless I've got a close enrollment, like for an agency or a department um, that that love to train like during the weekdays. Uh, most of my classes are on, you know, open enrollment classes over the weekends for everybody to be able to come see them. So yeah, I'm training 
I'm, I'm teaching at least 42 to 45 weekends a year. Wow. Um, when I'm not, you know, traveling to teach on a weekend, I'll, most of the time I'm traveling to, to shoot, uh, you know, a competition, you know, a, a major match someplace across the country. Those other like what, six or seven weekends uh, you know, throughout the year. So, <laughs> so what are some of the other offerings? Obviously we spend a lot of time with the, uh, you and AJ's class, but your, your other classes that you teach mainly. So my, my flagship class is my two day practical performance class, uh, which is uh, both a, it, it kind of helps. It kind of helps uh, folks to be able to kind of learn to dip a toe in the water with competition. It's, it's not a competition focused class, um, it does use a lot of competitive, you know, a, a lot of competitive concepts, but then also being able to to make them relevant to um, professionals that carry a gun for a living, whether you be, you know, military or law enforcement, security, um, any of those kind of, you know, any of those kind of jobs as well. Um, everything from movement with the gun, uh, learning how to like solve problems, uh, you know, or, or I say problem solver, solving puzzles, or being able to be a better critical thinker you know, with a gun in the hand. Um, and, and we utilize a lot of USPSA IDPA concepts, you know, for that. So I'll set up a stage. Um, and I use that as an assessment tool to be able to assess a student's, you know, kind of like where they currently are with their skill set. And then we, we use the stage to kind of assess their progression through a two day class as well. Um, cause it gives them metrics. It gives them a way to measure their, their, prog their progress as well. Um, but that class is a two day long class. We do everything from, um, learning how to transition the gun better, uh, basic gun handling. We really focus on good grip and structure behind the pistol, uh, one-handed shooting, uh, throttle control, uh, vision, different visual exercises, and how to improve your vision behind the gun. Um, we also get into movement. And then, like I said, a little bit of stage planning and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of an all-encompassing, true, practical, like practical shooting or practical application of handgun shooting um, for every role. Um, then I've also, I teach a diagnostics and development class, um, and that's an instructor uh, class for uh, current instructors or aspiring instructors that want to get better at the diagnostic side of things, um, how to diagnose certain uh, certain things that, that shooters do, um, how to spot those things, how to become a better, a better coach. Um, and that's a three-day class offering that uh, I just started teaching. And I only offer that about one to two times a year because I don't want that to turn into like just a an instructor cert mill kind of sure. thing. You know, it's, it's like, I, I, I really wanted to mean something um, to, you know, to, to instructors that want to better their, their value to their, to their clientele as well. Mm -hmm. And then I have a couple of different one day classes. Uh, one is called um, diagnostics and foundations. And that's more for the end user shooter um, to learn how to diagnose grip issues, how to diagnose triggering issues or vision issues. Um, and it's a one day class. And then I also have a one-day class offering that is very specific to um, kind of practical shooting or USPSA IDPA, and that's called a match skills clinic. And that match skills clinic was also something I was teaching out at Shadowhawk um, when you and I met last month too. Um, I, I kind of bookended a match skills clinic on both the Friday before our two-day class and the Monday following um, where we'll actually, and it's a very small kind of intimate class with about uh, between four to six students and myself. And we spend an entire day really honing in on 
um, particular things that are that are important to that student, something that they'd really like to have almost like that one on one time with a with an instructor to to better themselves at. But with a with a small group, um, we'll, we'll look at like stage planning. We'll look at like breaking down particular components of of stages or uh, of matches. Uh, we get into like a lot of men- match mentality, um, you know, how to how to kind of turn the aggression up or how to how to maybe throttle the aggression down or how to how to manage your match the best of your abilities. Um, and and it's that's a pretty cool class as well, because it's very it's very much tailored to the to the individuals within that class. So it's it's it doesn't really have a like a predominant hey, we're always going to work on these five or six things because the curriculum is built to, like if we were in the class together with say you and let's say Josh and a few of the other uh, Green Ops guys, it'd be like, okay, guys, Josh, what are you looking to, like if there was one thing you could truly improve today, what would it be? And Luke, if there was something, you know, that might, you know, that might be relevant to what Josh is working on, but if there was one thing that you would really like to to improve in your own shooting, let's explore that. Let's 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 improve that together as a, as a small group. And that's a, that's a really fun and interesting class as well. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Last question. And then um, I'll get all of your information on how people can get a hold of you. I think I saw on your Instagram, did you, do you either own a range, purchased a range or help develop one? I do own a range. So. Oh man, um, go ahead. Yeah. So um, my, my girlfriend and I, we purchased a home out here in just East of Albuquerque, New Mexico, about, three years ago this month, actually, and uh, on 80 acres. So we bought a basically kind of a small ranch. And um, You're, so we'll just call you Tim Dutton from now on, right? right? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, so we, <laughs> we, we bought the property basically not really caring if it had a house or anything on it. We were just interested in unimproved land so that I could we could have a place to go shoot and not have to go to a public ranger things. And we ended up coming across this place that had a home and a barn and a garage and all kinds of cool stuff on it, but 80 acres. And so we, we very quickly purchased it and moved in. We spent the last two years, like uh, totally uh, remodeling the inside of the house and everything. And then finally um, was able to make my dream a reality. And uh, we started moving around dirt and now I've got, uh, I've got three, uh, practical shooting bays out here, as well as a fourth range, like like literally in the backyard, not ten steps outside my office here, um, to do training and also to be able to host classes. And eventually, uh, the goal is by next year, by probably the fall of next year, to also not only host my own classes, but also to possibly host a couple specialty matches a year, um, intro matches for folks that might be you know that might be looking to maybe dip a toe in in practical shooting, but also more importantly, to be able to host other other training groups or other instructors to come out and uh, to introduce them to New Mexico and introduce New Mexicans to uh, to, you know, to outside trainers and, and, and training groups. So, that sounds like the dream come true. You know, you could set up three stages, right? And have everybody shoot them and then literally spend a day and a half breaking down everything of those stages and then go shoot them again. And instantly, there you just shows the students, hey, you did get better. Look Precisely. at your time. Look at your hit factor before it went from four to eight. Yep. You yep. Know. And then being able to bring in other, uh, you know, other other peer groups, right? Um, eventually, like uh, I hope to um, either whether it be Mike Green, you know, I know he's down in uh, in Texas now, but you know, with the Green Ops group and having you guys come out and teach a shotgun or a carbine class or your pistol classes, or have Steve Fisher come in and teach, you know, or just 
it's it's really cool to be able to have an opportunity here, you know, that is that's not limited by you know, uh, say a, a privateer that owns a range that only wants it to be for public consumption or, you know, oh, well, we don't allow private training to be here. Like, well, now I have, you know, I have my own training facility here that I can bring in other instructors to. And like I said, just be able to help spread good training and good education to, you know, for the for the whole Second Amendment community as a whole. Yeah, that sounds that sounds beautiful. So, how do people get a hold of you? Whether they want to train with you in 2023 or host you, I'm assuming 2024 is about the earliest they're going to be able to host you. Okay, so how do people get a hold of you and follow you on all the social medias and whatnot? Yeah, so um, the the best way to get a hold of me uh, is is via email uh, through my uh, my website, which is just timheronshooting.com. Um, or you can email me at Tim at Tim shooting.com as well. And then I'm on just, I'm on just about every social media platform. So, uh, whether it be Facebook, um, Instagram, and it's also all Tim Heron shooting. Um, I try to keep it easy. I've also got a YouTube channel and I'm always, I'm always trying to put new, uh, new information. A lot of, a lot of, as, as Scott Jedlinski would say, you know, free milk out there for people to, to be able to consume and, and learn from as well. Um, on my YouTube channel, which is also Tim Heron shooting. Um, and so you can reach out to me in any of those outlets as well. I know you and I have had kind of hooked up through, uh, you know, via Instagram. I try to be the most accessible, uh, person I possibly can, you know, within the community, uh, as a whole or in the industry. So if you reach out to me, private message or, or, you know, whatever, a DM through, uh, Facebook or Instagram or, Hell, like I said, YouTube or, uh, you know, reach out to me through phone or text even uh, through my website. I I try to get back with everybody like within 12 hours, if not shorter time than that. So sure. Absolutely. So thanks so much for coming on all the information. Just amazing. It was great talking with you. Awesome. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. And listeners, make sure you reach out to Tim. Um, if you want to take a class from him, check out his schedule, timheronshooting.com. Or if you have questions, you can reach out to him at all of his social media um, information. If you want to take a class from us, we have our 2023 schedule up online. It is green-ops.com. Also, we have guns and will travel. So if you want us to come to you, send an email to info at green-ops and we can get a conversation um, started to come to your location. Lastly, I am Wreck-It Luke on Instagram. So if you have questions for me, send me a message on Instagram. I uh, always try to reply back to those messages. But without further ado, guys, start a journal, if nothing else, right? Maybe maybe it's like the first journal that Tim kept, the first one that I kept that has every time that is ever recorded on the shot timer, right? At start there. Start yeah. there because you're in better shape doing that than not doing anything. 100%. So. So get out there, start your journal. Um, Mom, love you. Everybody else, we kind of like you. And hopefully we'll see you out there on the range, probably at one of Tim's classes, because I will be there in 2023. So we'll talk to everybody hopefully soon.